0: Welcome back to the Axiom Youth Podcast. This thought came to me as I signed out of Brother Thomas's Apple ID on my phone and signed into my old one when, from when I was younger. But first, I want to read a scripture from Matthew chapter 7, verse 17-20. through 20. Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bringeth forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire wherefore by their fruits ye shall know them. Verses 17 and 18 are almost a little bit repetitive and it's kind of stating the obvious a corrupt tree equals evil fruit a good tree equals good fruit. Verses 18 and I'm sorry verses 19 and 20 that's where it starts to get a little bit serious. Every tree that doesn't produce good fruit is destroyed by fire. This, of course, is saying that people who don't produce good fruit will go to hell. I think that it is interesting that the verse doesn't say that the corrupt tree will be cut down and burned. Because the previous two verses stress the point that the kind of tree is known by its fruit. It's not necessary to say what kind of tree will be destroyed. You can look at a tree and use your judgment and bias to try and distinguish a good tree from a corrupt one. But that isn't good enough. God will look at the fruit that you bear. You can attempt to bear fruit that is good in order to become a good tree. But you must first become a good tree in order to see the good fruit. A corrupt tree cannot just one day decide to be a good tree. You have to first tear down the corrupt tree and replant. I've I've been doing some planting here late here lately, and I'll buy the plants from Lowe's or Home Depot, and I'll take this plant home, and it's in this cheaply made plastic container that will not help ha- be able to house it forever. First, what I do is I take it out of the, that pot that is not good enough, and get rid of any unneeded soil or any unneeded material that was in the previous pot and I find good ground, which is usually soil that I have bought that is specially made for the plant that I'm planting. Then you firmly plant it in the new ground or the new pot that you have found for it and you water it often. That's the same thing that we have to do. If we realize that we are producing corrupt fruit We have to tear down the corrupt tree and start to replant. I would rather God cut me down while he can still work on me instead of hewing me down later and cast me into the fire. So that's my thought. What kind of tree will you be? So as I was signing out of my, or out of Thomas's Apple ID and into my old one, I was looking at all the different types of music that I had from whenever I was younger, and it reminded me of a lesson that I've taught in youth before about music, where I read that there was a study that was done of the top 12 themes of music. These themes included loss, desire, aspiration, nostalgia, pain, breakup, rebellion, inspiration, jadedness, escapism, desperation, and confusion. As I perused the music that I had linked to my old Apple ID, I was reminded of all of the different types of music that I used to listen to, and all 12 of those themes were represented, and it wasn't good music. As I was listening to it, I felt the Lord just kind of prompt me and say, Is this the kind of music you want to be listening to whenever I come back? And I don't know about all of you, but I listen to music a lot of time. If I'm on my way to work I have it playing in my car if I have free time I've got earbuds in and I listen to music a lot and all the stuff that I'm putting into my brain via music has to be good things because it's going to affect the fruit that I bear and I realized as I was listening to all those songs and it was it was a throwback because I was like wow I was a I wasn't very smart in the type of music that I chose, and it, it just wasn't good music when I looked back onto it. But I realized that I remembered most of the words to all these songs, and it was imprinted on my brain. And some of the titles, whenever I looked at them, I was like, you know, I really don't remember that song. But I would go to play it, and as soon as the beat hit, and it was time... For the first verse to come in or the chorus, my brain just instinctively was like, I remember this song and it would start singing the words. And that says something because 10 years down the road, what you listen to now is going to matter because those themes are being implanted into your heart. You may think that they don't matter, but they do because they will still be there 10 years down the road. You will not be able to escape all of the different themes All of that information that the songwriter was trying to put into your heart, it will still be there. If you try and distinguish a good tree and a corrupt tree just by looking at the tree, it's going to fail you. Because like the Bible says, it's known by its fruits. In other words, we can't rely on others' opinions of us. We might say, so-and-so complimented me for something good that I did. I must be a good tree or I never miss church service, I must be a good tree. Seemingly good fruit can be deceptive. Many Christians do good works for recognition. That's not good fruit, that's corrupt fruit, that's evil fruit. You know what's in your heart, and if you need to tear down and begin to replant, now is the time to do it. Matthew 15 verse 11 says, Not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the mouth. This defileth a man. So maybe not necessarily the listening of the music going into your your ears. and That might not be what defiles you, but it's putting it into your heart. And that result will come out of your heart, and that's what defiles you. This doesn't only apply to music. Every form of entertainment that you take in will affect the fruit that you bear because it affects your heart. If you binge-watch Netflix... Hulu, Disney plus, all of that will begin to affect how you look at life and how you spend your free time obviously, but it will ref- directly affect your relationship with the Lord. We need to guard our heart carefully. James chapter 3 verses 10 through 12. Out of the same mouth proceeded blessings and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Death of fountain, send forth, At the same place, sweet water and bitter, can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either a vine, figs, so can no fountain both yield salt, water, and fresh. The Bible teaches us throughout its entirety that we cannot have good and evil living within us. We cannot bear good fruits and evil fruits. It's either one or the other. We cannot serve God and Mammon. We have to make a choice, and in now, in these days, we for sure have to make a choice to stand for God. Put away your old self, as Romans chapter six, verse six says. Be sure to do your word before world. Romans says, knowing this. That our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. So, if you were a corrupt tree and you realize that it's time to replant, it's time to chop down some things in my life, and I need to replant so that I can become a good tree and begin to produce good fruit, you have to put away that old man, like Romans says, and crucify him, because otherwise sin will destroy you. And if you don't want to serve sin, which I don't think any one of us does, we have to desire to put away the things of this world. In this time where we aren't meeting at the church, we can't afford to get lazy. We can't spend our free time binging the things that I said before, like Netflix and Hulu. Plus, never pick up our Bible, then expect to come back to church and be as close to God as you were before. This time is like a test. When we have church on Sunday, then Wednesday, then you services on Friday, that kind of carries your relationship with God forward. Maybe you feel like you don't have to put as much effort because you're going to church several times a week. Now that that is no longer happening, it will be up to you in the upcoming weeks to carry your own relationship with God. Mom and dad aren't making you come. The van isn't picking you up. You have to take responsibility for your relationship with God. We want you to feel encouraged in this time apart. Your youth pastor and your youth team is covering you in prayer, and we love you guys. Fill your time with things that matter, things that will edify, things that will bring you closer to God. Put away all the music, all of the things that may be pulling you away from God, and spend some time in prayer, spend some time in Bible reading, Of course, we know that you guys aren't going to spend 24-7 reading the Bible, learning your Bible, quizzing verses, and doing your word before world. But there should be a time every day where you set aside and say, I'm going to spend this time with God. I'm going to be intentional because I'm not getting fed by going to a church building. I have to be responsible for myself. Thank you guys for tuning in. This has been Axiom Youth Podcast.